What's going on? This is episode 12 of the In the Nick of Time podcast, and we're on a bit of a losing streak, but that's okay, because <laughs> it, it is about to be a new year, Yeah, and it's time. It's all about moving forward. First of all, how was your Christmas, Cleo? It was good, man. Uh, the Knicks didn't get a win, so it wasn't good in that aspect, but uh, I think uh, I got to see my family, and everything was pretty peachy besides the Knicks. So. Yeah. Well, was, you know, this is something we're used to. So. Yes, but I, I was just happy for a, for like a national televised game. It's like, don't go out there and embarrass yeah, actually, yourselves. Yeah, exactly. And that, we, we didn't embarrass ourselves. We definitely put up a good fight. For sure. We just kind of got overwhelmed by the better team. Yeah. And New Year's Eve plans? New Year's plans? Uh, nothing yet. Brunch on New Year's Day, but nothing yet for New Year's Eve. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to see play by ear right now. Yeah, because you can't go too hard because at the end of the day, you do have to go to work that, exactly, way, that Wednesday. Yeah, that Wednesday, <laughs> we we right back at it. So, got to plan it out accordingly for sure. Okay, cool. All right, so let's get into the league news. Um, James Harden has been on a tear. He's been averaging 39.4 over his last 10. And in that over the last 10, the Rockets are 9-1. and one. So, how do, how do you feel about, about James Harden and the Rockets? MVP, MVP votes time? Is that how oh, yeah, you're feeling? Oh, yeah. He's definitely back in the conversation of top five MVP right now. For sure. For sure. Without question. He's he's back in his bag. And, you know, when you're coming off a, a, a tough break like they did last year, like, mm-hmm. it's just sniffing the finals. Yeah. And they, were in, they were in the finals. I thought the they finals. were in the finals, yeah. Best, best team in the league record-wise. They had a great year. It's like. To come back with the same energy and pick it up and be a great team again, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So they had some bumps and, and losing bruises. people, losing people as well. So you're not the same. So they had some bumps and bruises, and everyone started counting them out. But uh, James Harden showing you like he's a top three player in the league. So and without Chris Paul too, without Chris, Chris Paul. So I think the Rockets will be just fine. I don't know if they'll be to last year's level, but yeah. Harden's definitely playing out of his mind right now. I think the last time I checked, I think they moved to six in the standings. So it's like they, they were looking, they were bottom, they were getting close to the bottom yeah. at one point in the season. It's now. Crazy. And, and the West is nuts. So mm-hmm. six is pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was looking, I think Dallas is like 16 to 18. They're like 13 or 12, like some, something crazy like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's a scary sight down there. Also, they added uh, Austin Austin Rivers, too. Yeah, I think that was a decent pickup. Sneaky pickup. Yeah. I mean, because it's like they're looking around. They're trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, it's like they don't have that many assets to give up exactly. to get people. So they got to sneak people like Austin Rivers. Yeah, I think that's a, that wasn't bad, though. I like that, actually. I think he'll play hard and motivated. He had to get out of Toxic Washington because... So, yeah, he had to, he had to get out of Washington, but Washington's the, bad. But did you would you want to be in how how old do you think Austin is? Like twenty seven, maybe. Yeah, probably twenty. Would you want to be in Phoenix at that point? At that point in this point of your life in your career? Nah, nah. You're just gonna sit behind Devin, let him take yeah, all the exactly. Shots. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely. I mean, yeah. I think him with the Rockets is all right, man. I yeah. don't know, but um, move. Shoot. Oh, just correct real quick. Rockets are fifth. Oh, they're fifth now. Yeah, they're okay. fifth at twenty and fifteen. So yeah, I think that win yesterday moved, yeah, moved them up. Them up. Yeah, so they they're really balling out right now. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so staying in the Western Conference, Western Conference, um, there were some rumors that Dennis Smith Jr. was apparently on the block. I, I mean, I personally don't get it because, like I said, they're sixteen and eighteen. Yeah, which I don't, I didn't expect them to have like a near five hundred record for sure. So I guess they don't think that him and because Luca has obviously emerged as the better player. So I don't think they think that Luca and him are gonna it can work together. So ESPN's Mark Stein reported that uh, the instant emergence of Dallas rookie Luka Doncic. Combined with longstanding skepticism about Smith's ability to flourish alongside Doncic, is an 
as an off-the-ball capacity, has spawned the expectation among many executives that Smith will eventually be moved. Okay. So, what are you, what are you thinking about that? I disagree. I don't think they don't fit together. I actually think they do fit together. And the reason is, Luca is great with the ball, but mm-hmm. I saw him play and he's actually could do it all. Like, yeah. he's a, he can catch and shoot. He's he's not a slow guy. So, to have someone that athletic alongside with him, yeah, all didn't just... Dennis Smith has to do is improve his jump shot. For sure. But the dude is super athletic. Super athletic. Super duper athletic. So for him, I think it's early in the season. Like these guys just started playing together. Yeah. First and half of the season, you can't really judge them. And they're both young at the same time. That too. And um, I'm not exactly sure what the injury was, but Dennis Smith has been bothered by some kind of injury. Yeah. He's, so he's been in and out of the lineup. Exactly. And to really judge, I don't know. Like you said, 16 and 18 is pretty good for them, especially in the yeah. Western Conference. And the way Luke is playing, I think Dennis could play with him easily. I just think they just need to give it time, to be honest. For sure. Side, side note, has nothing to do with Dennis. Mm-hmm. Are we going to talk about how uh, uh, Harrison Barnes is kind of stealing money at this, oh like on the God. low? You know who said that? Skylar Diggins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember? Skylar yeah. Diggins said that. I, I remember she was super <laughs> upset about that. Yeah. She was talking about NBA contracts opposed to WNBA contracts. Uh-huh. And I guess since she plays for the Dallas. Dallas team for the WNBA, okay. she just said, let me use the Mavericks <laughs> play as an example. And called out Harrison Bonds. Like, that's, this so, man. that's so great. Like, I get what she's saying, but that's so grimy. It's like, yeah, how are you going to call me out? Like, She might have some personal beef with him because yeah. that was a little OD. But, like, all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, yeah, man, man is still stealing some bread. Get your paper, man. I, I'm not mad at you. That's some executive's fault for making, for making that bad decision. <laughs> $90 million at yeah. that time, which was a little crazy. Oh, I, for sure. When yeah. when he got, I was we were like, what? Ninety. But I remember, I remember that was coming off the finals, and he was going off. Yeah, yeah. But that that was the finals where he went cold. Oh, he went cold. He went cold. Yeah, because that the was the, that was when the Cleveland came back. Okay, but then and the, he couldn't hit a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, then right, after you're that, right, you're right. like after that show, that's why they were easily like, all right, yeah, you can go. Let's get KB mm-hmm. in. Here. But that was also the same year that um, could I be wrong that he put Iguodala on the bench? Yeah, uh, no, he did that the year before. The year before, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, he did that the year before, but he was playing good up into that year. But when the finals came, he was just they got no sus. He wasn't hitting nothing. See, I th- see, but I think not. Not saying it's his fault, but I think just for certain players, that's a different situation. You get into the finals, yeah, and then when you're in the finals, and two, they start like leaving you open, like it gets weird mentally uh, yeah, for you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mental breakdown that happened for him. Yeah, but, hey man, he got his money. What yeah. He's not terrible. Like, no, he's not terrible. It's just up. for how much yeah. you make. You just yeah. look crazy. Exactly. He was supposed to be the guy there. Lucas is Lucas' team. Yeah. So, so forty games. <laughs> forty games into it is Lucas' team, hands down. Yeah, no funny. debate. It's funny. Okay, so just back to Dennis Smith real quick. So if they do decide to trade him, we want him on the Knicks, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends what we give up. But all right, him for Frank straight yeah, up. Yeah. Go. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> I knew where you was going with that. <laughs> but yeah. It's because it's because the article I was reading, it's like we were that that it was twenty seventeen draft. Yeah, we were looking at we were thought we were going to take Dennis, mm-hmm. and it looked like they were going to take Frank just naturally, and it flip flopped and happened the other way. Yeah, so it wouldn't be weird for them to want to switch people for sure. But um, the the problem is, it's like if that did happen, do you like? Moutier enough to, to play with role Moutier over Dennis Smith? I mean, see, that's the thing about Moutier. He's so Sus, right? suspect, man. He's inconsistent. Like, one game he looks like, all right, this could be a yeah, point go. guard for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next game he's like, all right. 
and you know yeah. when you start to think about it, you're like, all right. When you're playing on a bad team, because mm-hmm. the Knicks are somewhat of a bad team. Yeah, we're kind of sus. Yeah, we're kind of, <laughs> I don't want to put it out there, but the Knicks are somewhat of a bad team. Yeah. And when you're playing on somewhat of a bad team, you know, you're going to shine. Yeah. Someday. So I'm starting to think, like, is this what's happening right now? Or is just who's, yeah. Is it's he, like he's is given he the good, opportunity. Or is he just giving the opportunity? Someone's got to put it in buckets. Someone's got to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know what it is with Moutier yet. He has to show me more consistency. To know for sure. Yeah, on the on the on the lowest of keys, he's been kind of getting back into his mislayup ways. Exactly. <laughs> just, just so on the low. <laughs> like, and this this West Coast road trip will really test it. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So next up around the league, uh, just kind of a bit of random news. Justice Winslow apparently is going to be the starting point guard for Miami moving forward. Which I think is just kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I don't see him as that much of a playmaker. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't see much in Miami games, but apparently. Yeah. The, the article I was reading, they kind of, people have always compared him to Kawhi in the sense of, like, his defense being ahead of his offense. Yeah. Like, early on, bef- like, Kawhi before the finals and championships in Toronto and stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah I th- and plus Gordon Dragic is down. I don't, like, it's not like Gordon Dragic is playing, but okay. I think uh, Eric Spolster just decided to make a move over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, they got a lot of things going on. Plus... Yeah. They got a lot of two guards. Yeah. So they got a lot, like, they got Magruder, they got... Richardson. Um, Richardson, they got Wade, mm-hmm. and Tyler Johnson is somewhat, basically, one, two. two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one, two. So I oh, guess... Oh, wait, you forgot the best one on the team, Deion Waiters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Waiters. See, I forget about this guy because he's injured, but he's still <laughs> talking sometimes. He's so. always talking. Yeah, that's why I toned him out, but it's a lot of two guards on that team. They don't really have two point guards, like you said, besides Dragic, so mm-hmm. I guess if they feel like he could be that point forward for them... Um, he can handle the ball. I just don't see that type of play consistently. Yeah, yeah I should, I'd rather put D Wade at point, but Facts, he's, right? he's older, yeah. so you're not going to start D Wade right now. You just need his spurts off the bench for sure. So whatever floats their boat, I guess. Okay. Oh, speaking of guys who aren't supposed to be point guards, did you remember when we played Phoenix? The way Jamal Crawford suddenly turned into Steve Nash. Oh, it was, yeah. it was getting me so I was upset. Like, this old mother, <laughs> yeah. yo. I was like, you're not like this. You're not like this anymore. Like, this is not you. And it always happens. Oh, my gosh. I knew it was over because I think they were talking. It was like, yeah, his career high for assists is 11. I was like, here comes 13. He's going to get 13 tonight, like, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it always happens on the Knicks. We can't catch a break like that. Yeah, that got, that got me tight. Someone just comes out of the woodworks and, oh, let me have a best game again. Yeah. He always was, happens. He bro. was hitting on the bench for the Knicks. Let me turn it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, next up for league news, um, actually we're done with league news, but All-Star voting has just opened up, so we're definitely going to make our own All-Star team next week, so guys remember to vote. Um, can I even say vote for any Knicks? Mm. Uh, see, Hardaway was making it a case earlier. Well, he, start, he got sus. But then he just, he fell off. He, yeah, he started to pack himself up. Yeah, I think he, te- I think he averages like 20 or 22, which is good. But if you're going to make it from a bad team, yeah. your numbers got to be yeah, astronomical. Yeah, he would have had to be like in 27 exactly. for a losing team. For sure. Uh, but yeah, so nah, unfortunately no Knicks. But mm-hmm. the rookie game. We could have to. We, we should have, have to. to. We will have to. See, the injuries between Mitchell and Trier kind of set them back a little bit. Yeah. But Knox has definitely came along uh, strong. Knox is definitely coming back. And ISO, yeah. ISO got back like two games ago. ISO got. So he's got to have some. This this rush Coast road trip will be big. Yeah, he has, he has to finish strong over yeah, the next. Yeah, he has to finish. So couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll, we'll be good in that department. Yeah, for sure. And now it's time for that part of the show, our New York Knicks news. We kind of got we kind of got kicked around a little bit this week, but it's all right. Yeah, we got spanked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Facts. All I gave you guys facts. Yeah. Um, okay, so against the Bucks on Christmas Day, we lost 109 to 95. I really liked the fight in that game. Not mad at it. Like I said earlier, I'm just happy we didn't embarrass ourselves. Yeah. Uh, next up, then we went at the Bucks, uh, 112-96. Was this the game that, that um... That, that, no, no, that Brooke Lopez thought he was Steph Curry. I be Steph Curry with the shot. Oh my! Was that that gosh. game? It I was think, that game. Yeah, it was. Okay, and it then we're not even gonna talk about what happened last night against the against the Jazz. I don't I don't have the score here, but it was close to a forty piece. It was oh it was it was nerve wrackingly close to a forty piece. And one of my friends had the nerve to tell me like before I even got the update because I stopped watching the game. Mm. He was like, "Oh, Knicks made it somewhat of a comeback." I'm like, oh, yeah, they scored. They still lost by 30. I'm like, this mother... Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to smack him. (laughs) (laughs) Just certain stuff we got to deal with as Knicks fans, man. It's crazy. Like, people don't understand. You know, hold on. Let's let's talk about this real quick. Yeah. Why do you think Knicks fans get so much hate? They get a... I don't... Bro, I don't know. But other people get, get like, a rush out of (laughs) making fun of the Knicks, man. (laughs) It's It's weird to me. It's weird to me. I'm like, what what satisfaction do you get out of this, bro? I could I could see if it was like if we had like if you're a rival of the Knicks, yeah. But usually they're just like they're like usually, but nine times out of ten they are not fans of teams. Yeah, that's a fact. And, always, that, and he the one who did it is mm-hmm. not. He's a he's a Kobe fan. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, dude, it's, dude, just watch the sports and then gives me alerts. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's still a, my bro at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, oh, the Knicks end up losing by thirty two. So 32. I'm like, I'm thinking maybe they lost by like. 12. 12 yeah. to 15 ish. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I hate you, Nick haters, man. Yeah. I hate y'all with a passion. All of y'all. I don't get it. It's like, and, and especially especially if you do not have a team. Yeah, if you don't have a team, then that, shut that is, up. That is like you getting on me for not driving a Ferrari, but you walk. You like, walk. <laughs> it's like, what do you You have a Metro car, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't even like pick a side so mm-hmm. you can be a target as well. But no, they, they just like roll with the player. Exactly. So you can like hop and hop back and forth when you're ready. It's like Kobe retires. Now you just get a new person. Like, you, you got you to gotta pick a side and stand there. And then when the Knicks are playing good, they're the first one. Yo, Knox is looking all right. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway. Okay, nah, bro. I don't want to hit none of that. Get out of my face. Nothing. Nothing. Back to these games, man. My yeah, fault. Yeah, nah. <laughs> we, we just had to get a little ranted. Facts. But, um, okay, first game against the Bucks. I mean, Giannis does his thing, but I'm not going to lie. I really love the way Noah plays him. Yeah, I, yo, I wanted to mention that. I think he plays very good defense on him, probably amongst the top people in the league, because he can move and he's strong. So yeah. Giannis is not just bullying him. Because Gian, Giannis yeah. is good at catching it down low and, like, just boom, just boom, boom somebody with his hip. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Bonley is pretty good defensively on him. Yo, the name Brooke Lopez gets me so angry. And we were talking about him last episode because uh-huh. we were talking about guys who take threes who <laughs> who aren't supposed to. Seven foot two, bro. Yeah, and he just and it's, you know what gets me it gets me even more tight. He'll like drive, he'll he'll pump fake then drive and then yeah, do the Harden thing. Yeah, when he did that. Yeah, like oh he sticks his arms God. out. It's like it just, it's so <laughs> frustrating. But at the same time, uh. On our side, we had Luke Cornette. Yeah, Luke Cornette <laughs> hit came seven threes. In the yeah. second game came in and was lighting it up, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a good adjustment by Fisdale, seeing that they were starting Brooke. Yeah, and to give them a taste of their own medicine for real. So that was good, and I like how the way uh, Luke Cornette's been coming along. So that was definitely a bright sign in those two losses. Yeah, do you like uh, Luke starting moving forward or just kind of against the Bucks? Because uh, I mean, he got bodied yeah, yesterday yeah, against um, yeah, yeah, Rudy. Yeah, I mean, Rudy but it's Rudy Gobert. Gobert. It's not like he's a 
so so sending like he's a top ten center in the league. Yeah, I don't know if I like Cornette starting because he's not a bruiser down low. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a shot blocker. He's more of a presence than Canna. Yeah. But he's not necessarily a shot blocker. But I think he should definitely be in the rotation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because a big man like that, um, especially when we go to the two three zone, he's mm-hmm. effective in the middle. Oh yeah, we, we never we never got a chance to talk about that. How do you how do you like when we play the two three? I like it because sometimes teams are caught off guard because you know sometimes you'll see that in the league, but yeah. people will do it only for two possessions and mm-hmm. leave it alone for the rest of the game. Yeah, the Knicks will we bring can go it like in, half a quarter. Yeah, and go for a half a quarter and then switch things up. And sometimes if a team is not hitting, yeah, it's super effective. So, uh, but the only thing is it does lead to a lot of open threes sometimes. And with this NBA, everybody, everybody, everybody can shoot threes. So, it's a little tough. But I think throwing it in there once in a while is not bad. Because I feel like we're the only team to do that. I don't see a lot of other teams that do that. Yeah, all. especially when we play Giannis. Like, because it's just mm-hmm. so, like, you're asking Noah to do a lot. And, yeah. he, and he was doing a lot. But it's like, you just need help. Sometimes, sometimes you just need, you need, you need your friends. Sure, yeah. You, you need it for this guy. Because he's going to. Come at you every possession, nonstop. You're just gonna keep going. Yeah, for sure. Um, so any other takeaways from these couple of games? Uh, like we said earlier, Moody has been falling off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just um, what I was looking at is what I was looking at. Um, was his attempts throughout the games? I think if he gets to about between 15 and 18, like that's his number. Yeah. If he should he shouldn't be shooting, and when he shoots under that, that's when he has like 10 point games. Mm-hmm. He he has to be 15 and 18. Um, who else? Dotson has. I want to say he's falling off, but I think it's just his shot's not going in. Okay. Like, I don't think he's doing anything differently. His yeah. shot's not going in. Trey Burke hasn't been in that many minutes. I think I think we need to see some more Trey. Yeah, for sure. Because he's our best downhill guy, I think. Yeah. Um, consistently. And, yeah. yeah, consistently. Him and Moutier, of course. Uh, only thing that hurts Burke is he's undersized. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to see more Trey Burke. It's, it's been tough. Like you said, we have a lot of people that deserve minutes with Trey Dotson. Mario, Mario has completely fallen out of line. I just thought not, about it. <laughs> not been getting any minutes at all. Um, so we have a lot of people on this tough, but I definitely want to see more Trey. And how about Frank? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Frank, man. I'm at this point, my patience has really ran out on him. I'm sorry to say. Do you think your patience is done? I hope. I hope I could be wrong about it. I hope he can come in and just have a great second half of the season. But my patience is whatever with Frank. Like if they said he dealt them tomorrow, yeah. On the on the positive side, think about it. We just played. We played yesterday, Utah, and they have Dante Exum, mm-hmm. a similar kind of player. Yeah. yeah, similar kind of player. And I want to say this is his fourth year, mm-hmm. and he's coming along. He's coming along but slowly he, but surely. Yeah. I, I mean, I still don't think he's what people envisioned when they drafted the guy. I believe he was a top ten pick as well. Yeah, right? he was. Yeah. So it's like. This is what he can be. It's not, it's not, it's not like I don't I like I don't think he's complete bust. It's just that one his minutes are up and down. It's then his confidence is literally up and down right with it. And then our patience as Nick fans, all Nick fans across the world, mm-hmm. is it's just so short. When we look at what we could have got, yeah, <laughs> especially just, playing Utah, we see Donovan Mitchell over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like this guy could have been a Nick. See, I'm, I'm not as much mad as those as those ones because the entire league missed on those. Yeah, but like when, when when you were like top ten and you missed that guy at like nine, uh-huh. then it's like, all right, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah, uh, tough man. But I, like I said, I hope Frank can prove me wrong. I don't wish bad on any players, but at this point, it's like if you're not showing me anything, then I'm just like whatever with you. Yeah. Okay, so back to this um, Milwaukee game. Uh, Cantor was ejected. I kind of thought they kind of threw him out kind of fast for no reason. 
That's superstar stuff, man. Yeah, that was that was the yeah. one on the road, right? Yeah, it was on the road. Yeah, it had to be on the road. Um, yeah, because Cantor, like he he fouled them hard, but they didn't call a foul. Yeah, and they they, they you know they're switching ends. Giannis chases them down, goes head to head, and they throw they throw Cantor out. Yeah, I was like, what are we doing here? The the league they protect their players heavily. And Giannis, Giannis, Giannis was the aggressor, like Giannis, which he always is. He's a bruiser. He bullies everyone every game. Yeah. But um, this guy is probably the leading man for MVP right now. Mm-hmm, for sure. Someone comes, gives him a slight headbutt. The NBA is just gonna protect him. Yeah. It was like, and that's what it all was before it could even escalate. They just said, "Get Cannon out of here." You know, Cannon's known for talking trash. Yeah, Cannon's not gonna back down. Yeah, exactly. So. Before it could lead to, I guess, a, a hard foul from Cantor yeah. coming down the lane. Because mm-hmm. you knew Giannis was going to try to come down the For lane sure. after that. <laughs> I guess the NBA just nipped it in the bud. Nope. Which I don't agree with, of course. Yeah. But I think double text would have been fine there. Double text perfectly fine. Boom, and then kept going. But the NBA, they're on some stuff now. So, it is what it is, man. Yeah, I didn't like that. I thought that was super fast. Mm-hmm. And that was at the point where the game was kind of still in contention. We were losing a little bit, but we were still, we, it was still a game at that point. Question, do you know if you lose your game check if you get ejected from a game? I don't think you do. Okay. I think you start losing game checks when you get suspended. Okay. But I think if you played, you played. Okay. All yeah. right. I don't know. Here's, here's my thing about getting ejected. It's like if you get ejected, like I am going to walk all the way to the line of suspension. <laughs> like like if I have right to the, yeah, yeah, yeah if I have to get ejected like yeah. I'm going off <laughs> like I'm go not, hard or go home yeah I'm not walking off the court quietly like nah I'm like taking a jersey off I'm throwing a jersey like yeah everything I may kick a, can you think you kick a ball into the stands without getting suspended nah. no not right. after you got ejected oh, Iguodala just did that we'll see yeah, he threw, yo I I was watching that too I was like whoa mm. he's not gonna get anything because <laughs> I was like that is not a shot attempt that definitely <laughs> into the crowd. But, uh, yeah, if you do all that after you uh, got ejected, that might lead to a suspension. So, you're really playing defense right there. Yeah, point point being, though, if I know I'm getting ejected, I'm going off. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. walking out quietly. <laughs> Ain't no silent lamb over here. Yeah, nah. Okay, uh, next up. Uh, so, uh, after the game ends Utah, I think Cantor was a little upset about, uh, I, I guess he feels like his men's were snubbed and he, he's getting shut down a little early. Yeah. He said, I understand we want to play the young guys to get better, but it's very painful to watch it out there. I'm positive and try to help the young guys get better. It's too early in the season to shut me down. My goal this year was to go out and be an all-star, but now look at the situation. That's kind of sad. But, <laughs> yeah, but, um, I mean, he's not really... He's not wrong, but I think it's just like a painful process you got to go through at this point. Yeah, and it sucks for him because... He really was. Like, at the, begin- at the beginning of the season, his numbers were legit. Like, yeah. could sneak onto the All-Star team. Yeah, for sure. And this guy, he's playing for a contract. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you can't just sit me right now. Even if you guys are not going to pay me, that's yeah. fine. But let me go out and prove what I could do to the rest of the league. Yeah. So, I can get paid and get that contract and get stability for the future. Yeah. So, I feel, I feel what he's saying on that. And like you said, this is not the time. Even though the Knicks are not really playing for anything. Yeah. This is not the time to really sit. To sit the guy. Yeah, this is not the time. That's when it late March... Early April, mm-hmm. you start giving him like a good fifteen minutes or whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't then, check his his minute count for Utah, but mm-hmm. he must have not have played too much. Yeah, but that's when you start doing it for the younger guys and starting to get them involved. That's what happened with Trey Burke last year when he started mm-hmm. coming along. Yeah, and we started playing all the young guys. But that's what you do. But right now, you you have to give your fans something to play for. So for you sure. play your best players and you try to win the games regardless if you think you can or not. 
And sitting with cancer, I don't think, is the best idea. Bro, I'm not going to hold you. I don't think I could sleep at night. Like, literally knowing your future is on the line, like, literally dollars. It's like you can see them exactly. melting away. Like, I don't know if I could, how, how I could I'd sleep at night. I'd be upset, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, nah, bro. Give me my minutes. I know what I could do on the basketball court. Yeah. And you're not about to jeopardize my back. On the positive side, though, throughout last year and the first half of this year, I think there's plenty of, like, people know what he can do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I'd like to keep it fresh in everyone's memory. Exactly. Because when you're playing for the Knicks, not everyone in the league follows the Knicks. Like, of course we follow the Knicks yeah. because we're here in New York. But someone who's a freaking Minnesota fan mm-hmm. doesn't really hear much about the Knicks. Facts. So people around the league need to see that he's doing well, for sure. So you got to give him those minutes so he can get those double-doubles. See, hold on. You just said something. You said people in Minnesota don't think about the Knicks. See, maybe, maybe, that, is, maybe that is why people don't like the Knicks. Because I think we do get a lot of media coverage, though. We do. It's like, oh, like let us go on a four-game winning streak. Yeah. We're on ESPN, like, that's, quick. That's true. Like, but, no question. But when we're losing, it's like... It's double down. It's double down. Man. Yeah, it's... it's like, it's like it's like when we win, they're like uh, they're like, oh, the Knicks magically won, like yeah. they're they're winning somehow. Uh-huh. But when we lose, like that's what they do. That's what they. It's normal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's weird. Yeah, that's strange. Okay, so I think that wraps up uh, these couple of games, and yeah, that's it. Um, so next up, we got a little segment we're gonna do over the next couple of weeks, just talking about players we want back next year or some we don't so what are your thoughts first off on tim hardaway jr he has two years and 37 million dollars left on his contract not including this year so if we trade him uh it's got to be if it's for bradley bill or cj mccullum get him out of here okay other than that i don't know any other two guards that i mean i mean what about just cap space just getting rid of, like, getting certain I mean, assets and yeah, clearing I, cash base? Yeah, because, I mean, the fact that we couldn't, the fact that we couldn't um, move, that fact that we had to, what, what do we do to um, Noah? The fact that we bought him out, like, yeah. some of his money is still on the books for over the next few years. Pay, yeah. Exactly. So, there is, like, a bit of hold there. Mm-hmm. So, that could make up for some extra, for, for that money that we still owe Tim Hardaway is tradable. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Let's just put it out there. He, he's tradable. He hasn't proven to me that he's the guy that we need as a strong two guard to give us 20 plus a night. Yeah, Which he has been, but he's doing that on a bad team. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he's talented. I just don't know if I like like the way he goes about it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I don't like the way he talks to his teammates. I don't, I don't like mm-hmm. the, the shots he takes. It's like, we'll be, we'll be, we'll, we'll make a great comeback down like 12, we'll be down four, and then he'll just flip on the bad switch, uh, the, the bad shot taking switch. Yeah. And it's like, what are we doing? It's like, we got back here as a team, stop taking these shots. He, he's a good player, but he's not a leader. Yeah. And which is fine. You which, know, is, which is fine. You're but good at, if he's on a team with a leader, then that works. But he's not. And yeah. even with Porzingis, it's like sometimes we don't know how much of a leader Porzingis is yet. Mm-hmm. And he's still, and, and Porzingis is young. He's young. So since he's the older guy, you would expect something from him. Yeah. But he doesn't show really, I don't think any great leadership just from my point looking in. No, I agree. Yeah. He doesn't really show any great leadership and the dude is not the best defender in the world either. So stay complaining, stay complaining. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I love you, Tim, but if, Something hops up where it's the best for the Knicks. He's definitely tradable. For sure. And next up, we got Courtney Lee, who's only on the team for one more year at $12.7 million. Like, his stats aren't very good, but that's because he's been hurt and he's only been playing 14.9 minutes so far. Yeah, definitely tradable. 
tradable. And so, do you want him on the team next year? No. Nah, there's no real need, right? Yeah, there's no need for the Courtney. Yeah, not that price. Uh-huh. And Lance Thomas next up, one year, seven point eight million. <laughs> By Lance, deuces. Longest term, Nick. He's got to go. <laughs> what, but see, but what if what if like one year, like three million? Like you do at the end of the day, you do have to, you do need fifteen people on your roster. No, no. <laughs> I'm over Lance, man. And this guy messed me up in DraftKings too, so I guess that. <laughs> like, oh, you're shady about your DraftKings. Yeah, I had to get a, a bad pick in, and I said Lance could come in and do something. He literally had a steal, maybe a couple steals. Not one stat, not a rebound, bro. I said this is incredible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the dude got minutes too, man. Oh, but man. not one stat. I forgot which game it was. That's awful. I said, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm done off Lance. He got to go. Yeah, it's something personal for me at this point. <laughs> I'm done off Lance. Fair enough. All right, so we're only doing three this week. We'll, we'll do uh, the rest of the team over the next couple weeks. Right. Oh, and just real quick uh, to Kevin, uh, about Kevin Knox, because obviously, you know, two, he's for sure a three, more a three, four. But yeah. as far as him stealing, like, uh, scoring – Taking the scoring load off Tim Hardaway, mm-hmm. over his last couple of games, he's had 12, 12, 21, 24, 21, 17, 15. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I love watching him play because you can literally watch him figure it out as he goes. Yeah, he's he's coming into one of his own. It's beautiful to watch. It's yeah. a beautiful game. Exactly. It's literally beautiful to watch. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. he's like, oh, they're rushing me on a three-point line, one dribble, a mid-range. Boom. Oh, I could, I could do that. Oh, I could take another dribble floater. Like, it's, Go to the lane. He could dunk it. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yo, he's been trying to. He's yo, he's he's gonna catch a body by in the, yeah, a couple because sure. he's trying to throw it on everyone. I like I like Knox a lot. He tried to get Giannis real good. Oh, I would have went crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nuts if he would have got that. Oh, backtracking real quick. You know what got me tight? Christmas Day when the when Giannis had a goal ten. You're, oh yeah, and, and they were gassing it like it wasn't like a goal ten. Clearly hit the backboard. Yeah, I was like, yo, what are yeah. y'all looking at? And the that superstar stuff again. Yeah, that's like, what it boils down to. I was literally, first of all, I don't like. I never want to hear Chauncey Billups and whoever that guy was calls a game. Okay, I know you. That about. was the most yeah. boring experience ever. I was so yeah, mad. I was like, was, "Where is Clyde?" Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, the, Chauncey is. Uh, he's good in the the countdown. Yeah, but I'm not sure about calling a game for sure. Mm-hmm. I like Doris Burke, but yeah, Doris is cool. But uh, but like the first game usually has like the so so commentators. Yeah, that that was a Nick game. They kind of knew the Knicks was gonna lose. Yeah, so they just put. Any old body out there. And so many games on, you had to have your best commentators for the better For the games. end, yeah. For, yeah. like, the Golden State ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I was, I remember listening. I was like, can I watch this on mute? Like, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, so that's it for Keep More Dishum. Next up, let's get into a bit of our Knicks trivia. I think we took a week off from this when we had a guest last week. But I, I think I got a pretty simple one. Actually, I got a simple one, but I want to see if you can go above and beyond the question. Okay, so name three of the New York Knicks' all-time leaders in blocks. Okay, it's crazy because when you sent the breakdown, I looked at it. Ah. Uh, but I looked at what it was, uh, but I didn't search. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And I could have, <laughs> but, <laughs> but for some reason I just didn't. So of course, Patrick Ewing's there. Number one. Now the two others is really gonna stop me. So it's. Way easier than you actually think it Way is. Way easier than I think. Okay. Yeah. So. A couple of two-time Knicks on here. Two-time Knicks. One of them is definitely a two-time Nick. I'm pretty sure the other one is, too. Okay. Hmm. Newer era or older era? You could go either. We got relatively new guys. And we got... Uh, 
late 90s, early 2000s, guys. Late 90s. Okay. Marcus Camby? Boom. He's number five. Okay. And... Mmm... All-time leader in blocks. Matumbo? Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we having Matumbo? Yeah, he was on the Knicks for, for a quick stint. Oh, okay. Quick stint. Yeah. But he was on the Knicks. Um, dang, dang, dang. Um, Sam Dallenberg? <laughs> nope. <laughs> see, see, but you say Sam Dallenberg laughing, but there's a, there's a guy on here that you wouldn't think is on this list. That I wouldn't think. Yeah, the third one is kind of stunting me. Um, no, I'm not giving you this one. You're, you're gonna get this one. I'm uh, gonna get this one. Alright. Um, yeah, give me a slight clue. Alright, so. Um. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a way to give it, give you a clue. Um, maybe like 0405 roster. Has a lazy eye. A lazy eye. Mm hmm. Why did I just think of Tracy McGrady? He <laughs> <laughs> a, a lazy eye and a goatee. And a goatee. Yeah. Dang. Who is this? Kurt Thomas didn't have yeah, a lazy eye. Yes, he did. Kurt Thomas? <laughs> Kurt Thomas? Oh, wow. Thanks. Kurt Thomas had a Kurt lazy Thomas eye. Kurt Thomas is a leader in block? Mean lazy eye. All-time leader? He's number four. Whoa. All right. So, do you want to? Do you think you can get any more of this list? Or you want me to just read the list for you? Nah. Read it all. All-time Knicks, right? Yeah, just... Yeah, see, it says all time, but some of these guys aren't what you would think of as an all time Nick. Okay, so I mean, I'll throw out Willis Reed in there. Mm-mm. Nah, see, like that would make sense, but he's not on the list. Wow, that's crazy. Maybe Oakley Mason. Nah, that's weird. None of those guys are here. None of those guys. Wow, Eddie Curry. <laughs> no, see, no. All right, I'm just, I'm just give you the list. But why is Kylo Quinn on the list? At nah, nine, nah. Kylo Quinn got a lot of blocks. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah. I, I thought Which about. It, I was crazy. like, yeah, he did get a lot of blocks. Yeah, that's nice. Wow. <clears throat> All right, so let me go down the list. Um, Ewing one, obviously. Bill Cartwright. Cartwright. Jesus Christ. Marvin Webster. Okay. Kurt Thomas. Marcus Canby. KP. KP really blocking shots. Yeah, wow. That shows that we haven't had a lot of long tenure tenders. Th- yeah, that's 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 <laughs> also what I realized. Yeah. At number six, uh, Charles Smith. Stat. I thought you were gonna guess that. Wow. Yeah. That was bad for me. Go I mean ahead. but I mean besides not really known for blocking shots. Yeah, but he yeah, I should have so said He was just there long enough to, yeah, <laughs> like, he to was get long, the numbers. Exactly. Uh it then Kyle Quinn. It then John Gianelli. I don't know who that is, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie either. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's the only guy on the list, I don't know who he is. But um yeah, all right, so we definitely got our first trivia in the bag. Okay. First first victory. Yeah. <laughs> and that is that's all that matters. Alright, yeah. So I'll come back next week with something strong. Facts. Alright, cool. Okay, so we are still on our six game road trip that does not end until January eleventh, which sounds hella far. Yeah, that sounds and yeah, that sounds crazy. And mm-hmm. next week we play Denver on Tuesday and LA on Friday. So on the positive side, it is a long road trip. It is a longer road trip, but there are a lot of games a lot of days in between. Yeah. Like we played Saturday night, and we don't play again until Tuesday night. So, um, who, where, where are we going this week? One and one. One and one. Where's the, where's the win? L.A. If LeBron's out. Mm, do you know how long he's supposed to be out? I should no, check that. I don't. But, but I think he pulled something, so I think it should be a hot second. Yeah, it should be a good two to four, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I think we can pull. I think we can pull that game, or, or maybe we'll just sneak Denver. They just not. They just won't be paying attention. 
Like they no no they should beat us, but I think they'll just think one team on a road trip, two bad team, three and they're on a and which I'm call it and they're traveling. Yeah, they just mean like sleepers. I don't know. I don't know. Denver's a tough place to play because of the altitude too. I mean, we played a whole damn roster. <laughs> we should be all right. Well, everyone says about Denver's altitude. That's why it's hard to go in there and play. Uh, they say you start losing your breath after the second, third quarter yeah. and stuff. So, Have you ever been to Denver? No. No, I've never been. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they, the players there, of course, they just get used to it. Yeah. But everyone, when they come in, they say Denver's a tough <laughs> place to play. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then all the guards they got, Jokic, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that one. Scary but L.A., uh, people, see, I hope the team doesn't get there. Since we have days in between, I hope yeah. we're not in L.A. for a few nights. Oh, man, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. And then just partying or whatever, you know, you, you only get to go to L.A. twice. See, thank you play you. them in the Clippers, so. Think about <sighs> it, though. We play, we play Tuesday, mm-hmm. so that means, I mean, Wednesday night, Thursday night. We we will probably be in LA. So we play early Tuesday. No, no, no. We, we do play Tuesday. We do play Tuesday night. Two Tuesday night in Denver. So they probably fly there either after the game or like first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then they're there for Wednesday night and Thursday night. Oh yeah, Wednesday night is they're going they're going ham. <laughs> <laughs> they're going ham. Oh man, I, I hope we can still get it though. LA, LA is an exciting place to play. The buzz is a little gone without LeBron. Yeah, but. uh Hopefully, it's still LA. Yeah, it's still LA. Hopefully we can sneak one in there. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll see what happens. And that was episode 12 of the In the Nick of Time podcast. We appreciate everyone tuning in. For sure. Yeah, because the, uh, the listens are calmly going up. Even even though our season not so hot, listens are calmly going up. We appreciate people on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tune in, uh, Instagram. So just, uh, just follow us. You know, listen, tell your friends about us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Facts. We appreciate it all. (laughs) And we'll catch you guys for episode 13 next week. We're out of here.